This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome aboard. And, boy, we got a busy week to talk about. Of course, we've had some very windy conditions. That has really hampered the fishing. But still some catches being made, and we're looking forward to this big next week. And, of course, the Easter weekend coming up. Good Friday, one of the big fishing days. We'll talk more about that. Hey, the Louisiana Red Snapper season was announced this week, and if you plan on fishing snapper, I'm going to let you know about a citizen scientist rodeo, a fishing rodeo called the Timos Taggart L.A. Offshore fishermen are being recruited to participate and to continue and really to improve proper management of the Red Snapper. I hope you'll join us a little bit later on. Randy Pacina of the Recreational Fisheries Research Institute is going to join us to talk about what it is, why, and how you can get involved in the Timos Taggart L.A. Red Snapper Rodeo. This week, uh, Mississippi took some action. The legislature passed a bill that will allow the use of a new weapon for deer hunting. And I want you to tell me, if you hunt in Mississippi, will you use it? And if your state lawmakers considered it, would you be in favor of it? Uh, it's, let me know. If you want to see a picture of it, go to my Facebook page. And you'll see a, a, a young lady there that's handling it. In fact, <laughs> one of the followers, Dana Sanders, said it looks like a weapon out of Star Wars. It is pretty intimidating looking. And uh, comment on it. Text me, 504-260-1870. Those texts come directly into the studio. We welcome your fishing reports, your comments, your questions. Somebody else had a busy week. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agents. That was opening week of turkey season, and across the state they cited 19 men and women for a variety of violations, and they will be the stars of this week's bad boys and girls of the outdoors. Of course, we've got our live fishing reports uh, coming from our field staff across the state. And this week we've got a mouth-watering recipe. One of our listeners, I love to get suggestions from you, the audience, and somebody suggested that we get our fishing guides to come up with a quick and famous or favorite recipe of theirs. Eric Mohabarak's got one. I guarantee he's going to make you hungry this morning. We'll also uh, have the Coastal Marine forecast. In fact, let's do that right now. If you're thinking about going offshore, change your plans. <laughs> We've got northwest winds 15 to 20, 4 to 7 foot seas, and that's calming down a little bit from the past couple of days. There is a small craft advisory issued for both the coast and the interior lakes and bays. In the interior, you're looking at some northwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, going to be a light chop. Now, tomorrow the winds will swap around and come out of the south, 15 to 20 on the inside, and on the offshore side, 15 to 20 out of the due south, two to four-foot seas offshore, possibly fishable, but it's going to take a while for all that to calm down. 
tide range, which is pretty much irrelevant when you got all this kind of wind. 1.2, a lot of water moving out there. Mississippi River stage is at 11.9, but the good news is it's falling, and we were hoping for a much lower river. All right, when we come back after this, we're going to talk to Robbie Campo. We'll talk to him first about what's happening down in Shell Beach. Try to get some tips for fishing in this wind. Uh, Mitch Jurisich is going to join us over at the Delta Marina. We've also got Grand Isles' Daryl Carpenter, Mike Gallo, born on the bayou. we got Eric Mohabarak with the Paddlers Report. And the plastic man, as we call him, Ryan Lambert from Cajun Fishing Adventures. And a special guest going to be joined, Randy Pusina, going to talk about that Timo's Taggart L.A. Red Snapper Rodeo. You definitely want to sign up for that. And we'll be back to do all of that right after this as you listen to Reed Alleman take us into the break on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, if this were a baseball game, we would call Robbie Campo our leadoff hitter. He's at Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. We're going to chat with him about fishing and how it's been and what the prospects are for the next couple of days if you're interested in getting out. Good morning, Robbie. Uh, I guess just like everywhere else, the wind's been the problem this week. But uh, how were the catches? Did some people figure out how to deal with it? Earlier in the week wasn't bad at all. Um, You know, you know, in the ship channel here, uh, down by the dam, 
on the backside of the dam, going down to uh, going down to Anastasio, where the trash power rig is on the on the south side of the channel, just before where the Spall Canal comes out. Uh, you know, they caught some fish up in that area, even down by the Long Rocks. But now that this front has passed through, um, <clears throat> the water is so low. It's probably some some of the lowest tides we've seen, um, you know, so far this season. Um, uh, and I tell you, it would be really scary to run around. And um, yesterday the wind was out straight out of the west, uh, you know, and, and it was there was probably – four or five foot waves in the ship channel here yesterday. I'm not kidding you. It was, it was really, really rough yesterday. Now today, <clears throat> the tide has made, I mean, this wind has made a switch. It's, it's blowing out of the Northeast, but nevertheless, and then it just did this not long ago. It just, it started coming out of the North and now it's Northeast, but the tide is still rock bottom low. So you have to be very careful where you're going to try to maneuver around today. Um, I would say the only place that you're going to find any clean water today is going to be on the backside of the Mr. Uh, Mr. Go Dam. Um, you, you, you're not going to have many options because the water is so low. <clears throat> you know, trying to maneuver around is going to be really, really tricky today. So, if today's your day to fish and you're gonna and you and you absolutely have to go today, which I really don't recommend, and I, and I would never say this, Don. You know, because it, you know. This is my business, but when you when you have conditions like this and as tight as this low, it's um, you know we have a lot of charter captains that have canceled out today because it's tied so low. I mean, you might want to rethink this. It's just one of these days when you go out there and you and you keep Cito busy. So um, you know, so uh, one of those things you just might want to think about. That's what I was going to say. It's going to could be a seato kind of day. Robbie, last week you talked about getting the boat out and trying to get some live shrimp. Did that happen at all this week? Yes, it did, Don. We had some live shrimp here. Um, we sold the last of them uh, just a few minutes ago. Uh, so, you know, we, you know, the boat, the water was so low yesterday that we couldn't get out to get behind the dam where we had been dragging. I mean, there's no way that we could you know, take this boat and get out, you know, and I, I, we got shallow draft rigs, you know what I mean? Our boats are really shallow draft, but they're not that shallow. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a fan boat here. You know what I mean? It's, you can't get out behind that dam with this water that's low. So, um, and that was the only place that had just a couple shrimp was on the backside of that dam. So it's, you know, um, it, no, so I don't have any this morning. But because uh, we just sold the last of them just a few minutes ago, but like I said, uh, I do have I do have some minnows left, and I do have uh, dead shrimp. If you want to go try it today, but like I said, uh, you know, just just think about this. Let the let the sun come up first because you, you got to see what I'm talking about. Because this water is this water is really 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 low. Yeah, people need to be careful. Robbie, we got Good Friday coming up. Now, in your estimation, Good Friday is known as one of the biggest fishing days of the year. You know, it's right before Easter, so a lot of people take off. Uh, the other big day is the day after Thanksgiving because that's a Thursday, and then you got the weekend, so a lot of people take off on Friday. Those two, which one do you think is the biggest, according to your business records? Is it Good Friday or is it the day after Thanksgiving the biggest fishing day? It, it, 
hands down, Black Friday is always the biggest day of the year. I, I, I you know, Don, look, Good Fridays, Good Friday has been good to us, but, <laughs> but Black Friday is always, always hands down the busiest day of the year. Yeah, and well, you know, I guess a lot of that's attributed because uh, some of the, the spouses are headed to the shopping mall, so the guys they got some free time on their hands. And, and fishing's usually good too during that time, and you know, hunting season's in. Uh, good Friday, I, I think you know you probably got a lot more freshwater fishermen out there too because it's right in the middle of prime time for freshwater fishing. Well, yeah, well, that is true, Don. You know, um, and, you know, and I know over on the North Shore. Um, where they, where they do catch some of those um, sockeyes or crappie or whatever you, whatever people want to call them, I know that's that's been going on over on the North Shore over there, uh, and that's usually a great time of the year for that to happen. But you know, generally, Don, that you know the the, the day after Thanksgiving is always, always, always the best fishing day because it's you know it's, it's starting to get in the fall of the year, and you know usually fish are really biting really good at that time of the year and and man and and the rule of thumb was you know um the the ladies go shopping and the men go fishing so but you know what well, online shopping now, so, well in some cases know, the men go the shop <laughs> the ladies go fishing and the men go shopping in a lot of cases you're right about that well, robbie thanks for the report as always let's let's hope these winds die down and people get in a good uh, easter weekend trip Maybe get a load of some of those nice speckled trout. Hopefully you'll have some live shrimp. Hope so. All right, right, Don. Talk to you next week, buddy. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Robbie Campo, our leadoff man down there in Shell Beach. All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to cross the bay and the river and get over there and talk to Mitch Jurisic at Delta Marina, find out what's happening over there on the west side. I'm sure they're dealing with windy conditions, too. We'll be right back to do it after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, I want to wish all you turkey hunters that are headed out there good luck this morning. Wish I was with you. Going to be a good morning to hear some gobbles if you get out there. And speaking of turkey hunting, Mitch Jurisis joins us from the Delta Marina, where they don't hunt turkeys at Delta Marina, but they he hunts them somewhere else. And congratulations, Mitch. Boy, you what an opening weekend you had, huh? Oh, man, Don, it was wonderful. This is, uh, you know, birds that I've been watching, you know, for the last three years, and they've been eluding me left and right, <laughs> always coming out on a different side of the field and oh, prancing yeah. out there, see them all during deer season. And, and uh, I just happened to happen to finally, I guess that age got to them. You know, as we get older, we tend to start forgetting a little bit. And I think uh, <laughs> I think that might have got, got to them because one of uh, the first bird I killed that afternoon was the biggest bird I've shot turkey hunting history weighed 21 pounds and uh a 13 inch beard inch and you know inch and a quarter spurs i mean he's just a, a absolutely beautiful bird and the next morning the other the three musketeers came out uh the other, the other two musketeers came out on us and and they just he just happened to be 15 you know, both of these birds were killed within 15 yards which was really amazing you know i just got him i called them all the way in i said come on i said i don't want to take a chance sometimes too close is not good because your pattern is pretty tight but i tell you it was the best feeling but it was also a sobering moment you know because there's only one musketeer left out there and i'm gonna let him i'm gonna let him go i mean if he comes out on me so i'm gonna have to just let him walk on by you know because uh i feel you know as as elated as i was it was kind of like oh man you know my buddies are gone now, you know, but <laughs> I sure did enjoy eating some of them already. So I can tell you, it was it was it was yeah. thrilling, very thrilling. My wife was with me on the afternoon hunt when I shot the big bird, and she was, you know, she was just like, "That one is not the biggest one. The other one's got a bigger beard." I said, "Hey, I'm going for number one." I said, "He's looking at me right now, and they're fixing the run." So I shot him, and it happened, to, you know, the next morning. And usually it's unlikely that they'll show back up, you know or even come back into a call, but I set up in a different area the next morning. And, and, uh, you know, as soon as they gobbled, I said, well, there's two of them. I said, that's gotta be them. But I actually worked a few more birds. The season's looking really good up there where we're at in Alabama. I mean, uh, everyone around is killing birds. I mean, we've seen a lot of birds, so they must have had a really good hatch. And, and it's, it's been, you know, it's been fun. I can't wait to get back up there. Yeah. Well, I got some birds that, uh, doing those tricks with me and, I've been working on, but it's just a matter of time. But we got a problem with a lot of hens. I mean, they get hen up right off the roost, and it's it's really tough. Then you know, if you got to try to call a bird away from a hen, right? You got to be the sexiest hen. We got the same thing going on too. You know, uh, it's once they get on the ground, if you're not if you're not on them quick, you know, they that's it. It's over with. You know, they get hened up, and and you know, you could call all you want, and even the hens right now aren't. Uh, aren't coming back at us like they normally do. You know, sometimes you can get that boss hen all mad at you and she'll come running in to investigate. But, 
you know, they hitting the ground too, being solid. And uh, once they once they shut up, that's it. It's over. You know, you could just soon go back to the hunting camp and do something else because they're not going to come in unless you unless you got the sexiest call out there. That's it. But you know, maybe the hens are starting to go on the nest now a little bit. So usually when that happens, the birds will start going after that afternoon or you know late morning. Look, you know, search for search for the fresh hen out there. So. Well, the good thing about a tough turkey is it's so much rewarding when you do finally get him, and we've really had some beautiful weather for turkey hunting. It's been very enjoyable. Well, Mitch, let's talk a little bit about fishing over there out of the Delta Marina. What's going on with all this wind, man? We need to calm well, down. Well, you're right. It seems like it wants to blow every weekend. You know, we have fishermen calling and booking the cabins, and then they'll say, oh, well, we're going to cancel out, which I don't blame them. But I will tell you, uh, one of our charter guides, several of our charter guides have been going out. And, you know, they, they're having a, a decent catch, believe it or not, with some of this wind. In fact, one of our one of our guides went out the other day with no trip, just him and a buddy and another buddy canceled on him. And he wound up coming in with the limit of a lot of 20, 20-inch trout. Uh, one of them was 24 inches. You know, it's just beautiful trout this time of year. It's kind of the way it goes, fishing over the oyster reefs. He just happened to catch that perfect day. And when he came in, he had he had a two, you know, he had their two-man limit. And he was mad at his buddy because he said, we left them biting, you know. So that was a good thing. And uh, they're there. We just need the weather to cooperate. And it's just been horrible. I'm trying to get offshore right now. I got to go practice catching all and for for these tournament season coming up and we just can't get a window of opportunity to even do that i mean the season's just been been hard out there and uh and same in the water yesterday yesterday it was like i was watching oyster boats come in i was surprised nobody sunk coming across that bay adam area by the empire channel because i don't it was three foot swells coming across that bay nothing but white caps i mean it's just it's just unreal how hard this wind's been blowing well, we'll finally get a break, oh, and I'm sure we'll get a break. You know, they set the red snapper season on May 27th. It's going to be the three days again. Um, how far of a run is it from your marina? You got some people that run out and catch snapper out of your marina? Oh, oh yes, a lot, a lot. More pe- more and more people find out. We're only eight miles from the Gulf of Mexico. You take the Empire Channel and you go out, and you, you know, to the Empire Jetty, which you can't go through the jetty anymore. You have to go around it, but... You know, it's only an eight-mile run to the Gulf, and from there, you know, 10 more miles out, you know, 10 miles on, you're catching uh, red snapper. You know, people don't, uh, people are starting to realize once you hit the Gulf, we're only 21 miles from Southwest Pass. So, you know, it's eight miles, 21 plus eight, that's 20, 29 miles, you know, to Southwest Pass. If you leave out of Venice and all, you got to run – 25, 30 miles downriver. The only difference with us, you got to work, you got to run, uh, you know, a little more golf. But you know, you have all that Western golf too, all the West Delta going out the the 70s, the 60s, 70s, and then you get to 105 and all of that. That's some great snapper fishing area, and it's only with you know about 18 to 20 miles off of off the Empire Jetty. So yes, we have a lot of a lot of snapper fishing that goes on more and more actually because we always have. You know, I get my my pogies and all from a crab fisherman, a crab bait dealer, and and they use it in bigger, harder, firmer pogies. And so we get a lot of people come in to buy bait from us and all, and head on out. It's really, we we're really looking forward to it. Uh, I just hope the weekends don't stay lined up like this. So at least them three day window of opportunity lets them get out there. You know. 
Right, and then on the way back in, they can stop and fish trout and reds, you know, so make it a real combination. Right, exactly, especially when you're coming back in by the Empire Jetty and all those oyster reefs right there at the end of the Empire Channel is one of the hot spots in the summertime, you know, really around May and June, July, it really heats up right there over those oyster reefs with the, you know, right right on the edge of the Gulf. I mean, some absolutely terrific speckled trout, and you? you know, even reds and everything, all right. You know, you can catch it all. You can catch it all right there, you know. So it's really, really, we're really looking forward to a really good summer. As you said, the rivers looks like it's going to stay a little low this year, and that's going to, that should really do us well. And one other thing, though, I've got to mention, this, this northwest wind we had, this strong west and northwest wind has kind of pushed that river water back back out. And our oysters have gotten really salty. So, boy, that Ponderosa has some of the saltiest oysters right now, plump and salty, just like you would get in uh, in uh, December. You know, your Christmas oysters are back again at the Ponderosa right now. Woo, Christmas in March. I love it. Mitch, thanks so much <laughs> for the report. Again, congratulations on the turkeys, and we'll be catching up with you again next time. So take care, and uh, thanks for all the info. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Don, and good luck on your next turkey endeavor, too. So we'll talk I to you it. soon. I need it. Thank you. All right. Mitch Jurisic at the Delta Marina. All right, coming back after this, uh, your text messages, 504-260-1870. Love hearing from our audience. We take your fishing reports, your hunting reports, your questions, your comments, and your suggestions on topics we should cover here on the show. We'll be right back to do it on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And welcome back into the program. We've got some text messages coming in. Let's see. We've got the Pods truck driver checking in. Uh, here's a suggestion. You know, we've been talking about low water over there in the Shell Beach area and all this high wind all across the coast. Here's a good alternative. Uh, the From the old snake doctor, the New Orleans fly fishers are going to be tying flies from 10 to noon today at the River Ridge Library. Everybody's welcome to join. It's all free. And as he says, an alternative to fishing in the wind and the low water. We got the backstrap stacker checking in from Clark County, Alabama. Thanks for listening. Uh, perfect morning up here to tag out. Hope you do. It's 36 degrees in Clark County. Whoa. Hope Big Tom cooperates. Yeah, I've been chasing old Tom for a while this season, and hopefully I can catch up with him. All right, we take a quick break here for a 10-second station ID. Back with more of your texts and also tell you about that new weapon that Mississippi has legalized for deer hunters. We'll do that right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, in the Mississippi legislature this year, they passed a bill that will allow the use of air bows and air rifles for deer hunting. It was Senate Bill 2010. Uh, Senator Kevin Blackwell introduced it, and it will allow hunters to use air bows. That's right, an air bow. It's a rifle with uh, compressed air that launches an arrow, and air rifles during the primitive weapon seasons for deer after November 30th and on private land. Now, it does not allow these to be used during the archery-only season. Uh, it's really more like, a, a, I guess it's a hybrid between a gun and a, and a, and a bow. Um, you might take a look on my Facebook page. We've got a picture of it there, and it's a Dana Sanders comment. It looks like a weapon out of Star Wars. And, you know, the air rifles have been allowed, but, you know, they're not really specified. But they're now saying that the air bowls are legal to use during the open gun season on private land as well. 
Uh, my opinion on this is, you know, I don't get it. You know, why if if you're going to hunt during primitive weapon season, uh, you got your crossbow, you got your regular bow, you got your uh, 35 calibers, you've got black powder, all of that is legal. And to, why would you want to use a, an arrow out of a, a compressed air gun? I, I, I just don't get it. Why would if you're going to shoot a gun with a scope, why shoot an arrow at him? Shoot a bullet. It does the job a lot better. Anyway, that's my opinion. I would not use it. But what about you? If you're a Mississippi hunter, if you're familiar with this uh, product, if you've got one or used one or plan on getting tell me about it. Shoot us a text at 504-260-1870. And if your state would approve it, would you use an air bow uh, during the primitive weapon season? 504-260-1870 is our text line. I uh, got some more texts coming in. Let's see. We got the Lafayette Yacker. He's getting ready for a family visit, and then he's going to be uh, fish on. He's got his coffee, he's got his boudin, he's got his biscuits. He's just looking for some salt water and yellow mouse, if, uh, a.k.a. speckled trout. That's from the Lafayette Yacker. Ed over there in Wilmer, Alabama, a good reminder. Ed, he's telling everyone, remind to be safe when you're hunting turkey and out there while you're fishing, too. Let's see, Justin in the refuge, the Gentilly refuge manager, we call him. He's enjoying the beautiful weather. Had a gaggle of geese fly over his house. They were so low he could have reached out and grabbed one. Really, Justin? (laughs) Maybe not quite that close. All right, we got some more texts, and we'd love to have yours, 504-260-1870. When we come back, we're going to talk about that red snapper season for Louisiana. The dates were announced this week. We'll do that right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, those of you that were interested in attending uh, the the discussion about the sediment diversions on both sides of the Mississippi River, there was a uh, a program planned in, at the Greystone in Mandeville, and due to weather, it was rescheduled. The rescheduled date is April 27th. That's a Wednesday evening at 6.30. The location is at the Greystone, which is on Colossal Street in Mandeville. Uh, 6.30 is the time. It's absolutely free. If you want more information, I'm going to give you a number to call for Joe Patari, and you can reach Joe at 985 985- Five zero two seven seven three two. If you need directions or to RSVP for seating, nine eight five five zero two seven seven three two. This is for all people who fish commercially or recreational in the coastal parishes of Plaquemines, Jefferson, and Saint Bernard. They're asking you to attend this meeting and get some of the real facts about the proposed sediment diversions on both sides of the river and how they're going to affect you and the coastal communities and actually the economy of South Louisiana. All right, uh, we also have the announcement from the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries this week that the private recreational red snapper season has been set. It opens up on Friday, May 7th. That will be for both state and federal waters. Uh, The season runs weekends only, but it's a three-day weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Daily bag limit, three fish per person. Got to be 16-inch minimum size. Now, they will include Monday on Memorial Day, 4th of July, and Labor Day weekend. And though it would extend it into the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to give it the holiday fishing. Uh, the quota this year has been reduced a little bit. We actually went over the landings, of the quota for 2021, by almost 7,000 pounds. So there's 809,316 pounds of recreational red snappers. So get out there 
and get you some. Also, while you're out there, amberjack and gray triggerfish, they will open May 1st, and then they'll be open till uh, the 31st of May. Then they close June 1st through July 30th. And you got to have your Louisiana Basic and Saltwater Recreational License. And don't forget, you got to have that landing permit, the R-O-L-P. It's absolutely free. Go on Wildlife and Fisheries website, and you can uh, download it there, and you'll be ready to go get some of those red snappers. Speaking of red snapper, uh, Randy Pacina is going to join us. There's a special red snapper tournament that's going to be taking place during the entire Louisiana season. It's called the Timos Taggett. It, it actually invites you to become a citizen scientist and help participate in accumulating very important data that's used to better manage the species. All right, Alabama fishermen, also a very important red snapper to, to the the fishermen of Alabama and the offshore areas around that Orange Beach area. They announced theirs a little earlier. It's a little different. They open the same day, Friday, May 27th. Their weekends consist of four-day weekends every weekend, Friday through Monday. And both the, the, the limits and the dates for the Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi seasons, they will end when they estimate that that quota is reached, and then they'll shut it down. Last year we went all the way deep into the winter. Uh, on our quota, but you know, it all depends on the weather and how many people get out there and participate. But uh, again, we'll be talking to Randy Pacina a little bit later on, so stay tuned for that. Uh, get involved in the red snap. It's a great fish to catch. It's a great eating fish, and you know, it's a very enjoyable species to get out there. And I was talking to Mitch in most areas. Get out and catch those three. It doesn't take long to get those three red snapper. And if you're not fishing for the the other species like the amberjack or triggerfish. Now, you head on in and fish your way back and catch some reds and speckled trout. All right, back to our text message board. Uh, The worm says he thinks he'll fly a kite today. Yeah, we've been having some kite flying type of weather. And look at my buddy Toby's back. He says it's been a hell of a week in Louisiana hunting turkeys, but he's headed back across the line to Mississippi in search of the BDI bird. He hope I get mine. Yeah, well, Toby, uh, oh, Toby got on him. He he got a couple of tag birds this year. Did really great. So congratulations to Toby. He's a very accomplished uh, turkey hunter. All right, we also have uh, let's see the, the the river rat. He's taking the big rig to Mobile. Good. Be safe on that highway and check his check in with us. All right, we got a question about saltwater fishing. Uh, what lure to use for fly fishing for redfish. We'll talk about that when we come back. Also get Ryan Lambert to weigh in it. But I can tell you this, if you're new to it, uh, if you have never, if you have fly fished or never fly fished, there's nothing like catching a big bull red on a fly rod. That is uh, very exciting when you hear that drag screaming out of there and watch that fish ripping that line and then working him back in. Uh, it's, a, it's a great sport. All right, we come back after this. We're going to check in with Daryl Carpenter. Find out what's happening down on the island, the big island. They call it Grand Isle. Back with his report after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And let's talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. He operates a fishing guide service out of the Grand Isle area, fishes Leeville and some of the surrounding areas. I don't know if he's been doing it this week with the wind. Daryl, how's the wind been treating you, my friend? Oh, Don, it's it's the same story across the entire coast. I mean, we were able to do a couple of things earlier in the week, but this, you know, this last part of the week has just been – Hadn't been fit for man or beast. I mean, let those fish go ahead and lay their eggs. 
you know, take care of whatever honeydews you need to take care of because one day it's going to calm down, and that's the better time to go get them. Um, earlier in the week, like I said, we, you know, we had windy conditions earlier in the week, but it was enough that we could go find a place to hide and do a little bit. Um, mostly, you know, because of where we were having to fish and just having to hide up in the marsh somewhere, it was mostly a combination of everything. It was a scattered speckled trout here, there. Uh, redfish are pretty popular. You know, I've been I've been hearing everything from from Lafitte, from over in Mitch's area, and all. Everybody's been like, "Man, where's the redfish? We can't find the redfish." Well, apparently, those redfish are down here on the coast because we've been finding some pretty regular schools of them. They've, you know, for whatever reason, they've moved out of that upper marsh and they're hanging out closer to the beach. So, you know, we we've had good catches of redfish when we could get out. Just hadn't been able to target the trout. And look, Don, that earlier in the week we had that south wind. That water, you know, sometimes you can have water that's too high because it floods that marsh to where you can see the fish, but you're in so shallow water you can't get to them. The wind prevents you from being able to cast, you know, consistently and, and target where your cast is going. And we sat there, I mean, one morning in particular, we sat there, must have been 45 minutes for an hour. And we watched at least a dozen different redfish just on the grass line, just annihilating those glass minnows, those little anchovies. And it, it was fun to watch them. I mean, they looked like guided missiles coming through the water when they would, you know, hit that grass line. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the same story that you've heard from everybody else. Water is exceptionally low. You know, this whole week we're on that tide cycle, plus this whole week of north wind blowing. I'm a little bit more of an advocate, especially in our situation, that if you've got time to get on the water, maybe leave the fishing poles at home and just know you're going to spend all day on the water today because today is the day that you're going to be able to go out there and find where those obstructions are. If you've got a normal route that you want to run, just go take your time and puddle through it, you know, just putt-putt through it and look at the water and look at what's going on, and you're going to be able to tell where a lot of these obstructions that got blown into the water from Ida are. Be careful. Um, we found that a lot of the, you know, we're starting to relearn this marsh, something we talked about ever since Ida. And we're finding that some areas got scoured out. Some areas are two to three foot deeper than what we left them pre-Ida. And some areas are completely silted in. Uh, if, you, if you hit it too fast, you're going to be high and dry and be called or a toe somewhere. But other than that, I mean, I don't see it. I see it coming out of the forecast comes out of the south starting tomorrow. And I don't if they know what they're talking about, it's going to be 20-plus. So it looks like, you know, for the next several days, fishing might be kind of out the water. You know, might, it might be time to just bank those credits with the wife and get everything ready for when it does calm down. Bank those credits with the wife. I love that. Uh, Daryl, what about the activity on the island? Is it starting to pick up a little bit, a little bit of hustle and bustle, or is it still a little bit slow down there? No, it. Um, you're, you're starting to see more and more. Uh, Easter weekend is normally, I heard you talking about, you know, what what's the most popular days with Black Friday and all. Easter weekend is usually the ringing of the bell here on Grand Isle. It's, it's usually when everybody starts showing back up, when all your summertime camp owners start showing back up. And you can tell they're, you know, you've got a, those that have a place to stay, they're itching to do so because there was a steady line of cars coming in yesterday, you know, pulling these, these golf carts and, and everything else in boats. So you can tell people are starting to come back. But next week's going to tell the tale. 
next week's going to tell how many people that, you know, how many houses we got left, how many rental places we got left, and what our capacity is going to be. Because next week, I believe you're going to have a whole lot of people show up on this island. Well, it's about time that it does get back. And uh, actually, it's uh, we come back a lot quicker than I thought it would, you know, given the devastation that we saw down there. It was horrible. But, you know, it bounces back, continues to do it. Don, if you you know you you those you had those tornadoes hit Araby and all the you know here recently, and everybody talks about how everybody pitched in in Araby. I wasn't there to see it. That's great. I can tell you though, when you start talking about this island, between our elected officials lobbying for it, and and all the residents and everything else, the the effort, the volunteer hours and the effort that was put forth to get this place back. Is it, it would just? I mean, if you sit back and watch it, all it all it does. The only thing you can do is just sit there with your mouth hanging open, because the effort that was put forth to get this place back is amazing. Well, uh, I remember, you remember Captain Barry Brechtel, and I think a wise comment he made not long after Katrina. He said, "As long as the fish were there, the people will be back." And I believe the same thing applies to Grana. Well, Daryl, thanks for the report. Somebody wants to get you, by the way, because you're back in business and ready to up and run. Tell them how to find you. We're all running. If the weather will calm down, we'll have live bait. I'm not getting out there when it's this rough. Uh, They can find me on your website at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, RealScreamers.com, or just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. All right, Dow, have a great Easter weekend, and thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week before Easter Sunday. Oh, yes, sir. Find out what's happening. Be sir. good. All right, coming up after the break, I'm going to answer a lot of these questions on our text board. If you got a question or comment, 504-260-1870. Captain Ryan Lambert joins us. Eric Mohabarak with a delicious oyster recipe. And, of course, Mike Gallo, born on the bayou. All coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.